Welcome to The Shaleen Show. It is Friday. Obviously, you know that. Obviously, I didn't know that. So if you woke up earlier today and you're like, wait, where's where's the podcast episode? Yeah, I, I got my day screwed up. In fact, I'm recording this early in the morning on Friday morning. <laughs> so I no one is awake. I'm kind of like trying to whisper and I don't yet have my voice. And as you know from listening to last week's episode, I have this thing going on with my voice. So... Oh boy, I hope you're comfy on the couch with a cup of coffee or on the treadmill sprinting or wherever you are. (laughs) I just hope that you know how much I appreciate your patience and understanding. We have a lot to talk about, obviously. So let's do it. So I woke up today and I was like, oh, I can't wait to listen to the Thursday podcasts that I enjoy. (laughs) And then I looked at my phone and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I already listened to those yesterday. So then what day is today? Oh, it's Friday. It's literally, I'm like, how did I get my days all messed up? I was like, I can't, this is going to be great. I'll be able to record the car smart with like Sierra and, you know, Roman. And they'll be able to like, you know, people get to listen to that on Friday because I'm driving up on um Wednesday. No, I have all my days messed up. <laughs> Hashtag. I don't know. Is it ADHD? I don't know what it is, but I, I have my days all messed up. So anyways, I'm kind of like in this whispery horse voice because everyone, we're staying at an Airbnb in Montecito. Uh, Sierra's wedding is, well, let's see, what's today? <laughs> Today's Friday. And so she gets married on Sunday. Yep. That's why I think I'm messed up. I don't know why. But anyways, we're at this beautiful, oh my God, this, this Airbnb is, Brett did a good job. You know that I gave him a whole bunch of, I gave him a hard time over the last couple of Airbnbs that we've stayed in. Um, and also hotels, like my whole thing with the hotel we stayed in when we were traveling in Greece, it was like, it was in wasn't his fault. It's just more like the style of older hotels in Europe, especially, but in Greece. And my whole pet peeve about the one that we were staying at in Greece is that there's not, there, there was one mirror in the bathroom, one small mirror. You had to like stand on your toes to look into. There was no wardrobe mirror. And I'm like, what woman gets ready and doesn't like check her fit? You know what I mean? Especially if you're wearing like new clothes. And you just, you know, you want to see like, okay, how does this look? Should I wear it with these shoes or these shoes? Does it look better with these accessories? You'd like, you need a mirror to make those decisions. So guess what? We're in, I mean, this Airbnb, I asked Brett, I go, did you, because I always like to see like, what is the house worth on Zillow? That's always fun. So, I mean, this is like, this is a, let's see, this is a eight figure home, meaning it would sell for, he says over 10 million. We, there's not one mirror. I mean, other than in the bathrooms for your face, there's not one mirror in this whole house. That's just, is that weird? I think that is so weird. In fact, it's like one thing that whenever I stay at someone else's home who has invited you to be a guest, I always think it's, it's so nice if they, you know, have a mirror on the back of a door or they have a, a wardrobe mirror, a mirrored wardrobe, or if they don't like just to think like, okay, I have a guest staying in this room. They might want to look in the mirror to see how their outfit looks is why does this seem so weird? 
that so many homes don't have full-length mirrors. My mom's house is like that. I told last time I went and stayed with her, I said, Mom, you don't have any full-length mirrors. She goes, oh, I have one in my closet. I go, well, I'm not going to come downstairs and knock on your bedroom door and ask if I could go in your closet. Let's get some full-length mirrors, which I, I can't remember if she did or not. No, no, I know what I did. I sure do. I ordered them from Amazon last time I was staying with her. And I am, my daughter is getting ready for her freaking wedding. And we're going to do, you know, the rehearsal dinner. She's going to want to look in a mirror. Her mother is going to want to look in a mirror. And I told Brad, I go, we, we have to go to Target. He goes, for what? He goes, what are you, what do we have to buy for this place? Are you kidding me? Cause you know, he knows like I do this everywhere. I go, listen, if we're going to spend this kind of money, um, and this is an important weekend. I'm going to have a mirror. And so is Sierra. And you're going to want to look in that mirror too. Everybody's going to want to look in a mirror. So we're going to go buy some wardrobe mirrors. They're like $15 a pop. And we will leave them here for the people who we rented this place from because I don't get it. What's the deal? With, do you, please tell me that I have not lost my mind. I just think it's weird. Okay, anyways, this Airbnb is absolutely beautiful, and um, Montecito is gorgeous, and Santa Barbara is gorgeous, and so I drove up separately. So we all drove up separately from Orange County, which was, for me, it was, yeah, it's about a three-hour drive from Orange County to Santa Barbara, and um, Britt's like, well, just drive with me, and I'm like, we're, we're, we should drive separate. There's so much to bring. There's like so much, and there's going to be so much to bring home. Like, you know, I mean, I packed a suitcase, he packed a suitcase, but there's just like, so, you know, maybe you don't know, maybe you've never done a wedding before, but there's just like things for the bridesmaids and things for, and gifts and, um, for the groomsmen and for the, uh, ring bearer, which is my nephew, Luke, and the, um, flower girl, which is my niece, Kate, and they're going to be so cute. That, so those are my brother's kids and, they, they arrive, I think tomorrow. My mom and dad were supposed to arrive yesterday. That was the other reason why I was going to wait to record because how fun is an episode with Marge and Bill? Well, guess what? If you're on Patreon, you get that. So Marge and Bill will be on the Patreon episode tomorrow. They are freaking hysterical, but their flights got delayed seven hours. Now, Brett's best friend, Brian, is also flying out and, um, don't let me forget to tell you about the um, the uh, um, guest list because I messed up. But you know what? You just got to let go. You just, you, you can't sweat this stuff. Okay. So Brian, Brett's best friend, does what I think most people do. You're going to have to tell me if people do this. So Brian wakes up and before he makes the two-hour drive down to Detroit to get his flight, he checks the flight schedule and sees that it's delayed like whatever, five hours. And so, you know, he's going to watch the delays from his home. Well, my mom and dad don't do that. They know they have a flight yesterday. And so they just drive from Grand Rapids to Detroit. And when they get there is when they realize that it's been delayed. Well, I was telling Brett all my life, I mean, you know, all my life, I didn't even know you could do that. And until I started dating my husband. And then like the first time we stayed with his parents, I just remember his dad, which is so Bob, was Bob, um, like was was checking our flight status like three days before we left 
to see if it had been canceled and then checking it the morning of and then checking it like, you know, just before we leave the house to go get the flight. And I just didn't even know that was a thing. So I don't think my parents have probably ever done that. And my dad flies probably like once a week. They fly all, they're all over the place. I just didn't know it was a thing. So yeah, anyway, so they, so they missed their flight. Okay. So now let me talk or not, they didn't miss it. It was delayed or whatever. So I think they got in late, late, late last night, or maybe they get in this morning. But what I was going to say about the guest list is, so Sierra is, we're at dinner last night and she goes, mom, you're going to kill me. And I said, what? She said, I forgot to invite this person and this person and this person. I'm like, I can't be mad at you. And all the people that she listed were friends of mine. I'm like, I can't, I'm not mad at you, Sierra. I should have looked. And I did. There's got to be a better process because, okay, so I don't send out Christmas cards anymore because why? (laughs) Why send Christmas cards? Every freaking person who I know listens to Friday's podcast, so they know everything that's going They know that I had laser hair removal on my hoo-ha. Like, who needs an update on my life? Nobody. Um, anyone who I would send a card to, I assume I have their phone number, so I'm texting them at least a couple times a year, you know, if not more often. And we follow their social media. Like, people got to be sick of me. I'm sick of me. So why would you want a card from me? I don't have cute toddlers in matching outfits to send pictures. You know what I mean? Like if you've got cute kids, send send your Christmas cards out. But like you got a cute dog. All right, fine. Send your Christmas card out. But other than that, like it's just stressful for me. I get so stressed during the holidays and I want to just chill and enjoy it. So, so for that reason, I have not sent out Christmas cards, I think in like four years, maybe even five years. And there's a couple of other reasons why I don't send them too but that's another story. So I don't send out Christmas cards. So therefore I don't have a, oh, let me just pull up the list. Do you know what I mean? So then how, what system or process, if you're a wedding planner, if you're a mom of a bride or a groom, and you've just gone through this, please share. And I will share it with everybody else because I didn't have that system. I was going off of like, just recollection, like looking at a list of names and going, yeah, I'm like, oh, wait a second. Did we include so-and-so? And hopefully I remembered a few of those people, but there's a whole bunch of people that I didn't. And I feel horrible. And I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even look at the list until like probably a week ago. I know. I know. Listen, I'm not perfect. I have all kinds of flaws, this being one of them. And I feel bad. When I say like, I've missed some people, like I've, I've missed some you know, you can count them on two hands kind of people. That's bad. But the funny thing is, not funny, but the interesting thing is uh, some of those people did get invited to Brock's wedding. So I guess I, I don't know how this happened. This, it happened because I don't have a system. And if you don't have a great memory or there's a lot going on in your life, you need systems so that things don't get forgotten. For example, I have the most beautiful packing list for this weekend I, I know I didn't forget a dang thing because I, I have to use a list. And I also feel like 
everyone I know needs to use the list. So did I create a packing list for every one of my girlfriends who's flying into town for this wedding? I sure did. Did I create a packing list for each one of the bridesmaids? I sure did. did like, did I create a packing list for my daughter? I sure did. Like, I'm a list girl. I need lists. And I didn't have a list for the wedding guests. So because of that, some people got missed. And so now what do I do? Do I let those people know what happened? I feel like I should. Tell me. Give me your advice on that, please. You know what the other thing this Airbnb doesn't have? A waste paper basket in every room. I'm looking around this room right now. There was, that's another thing I'm going to have to pick up at Target. There should be a waste paper basket in every room. Am I right? So I also have to figure out where we're going to work out. I don't think they have a gym here, a gym, like a little workout room in this place. I don't think they do, but no, they don't. So, cause it's, you know, it's on the ocean and when you have ocean front property, you have to sacrifice a lot of space, a lot of things. So rooms are usually smaller. You're going to replace, if you live on the ocean, you like the way we do at our normal house, you end up having to replace everything all the time. It costs so much more money. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you like the reality of things. We have, we've lived in our beach house in um, Orange County for um, four years, I think. Yeah. We've replaced our air conditioning units three times because the ocean ruins everything. It ruins your furniture. It ruins your jewelry. It ruins uh, every door jam. It ruins every light. Anything that's made out of metal, it's ruined. Oh, well, so what? That's the price you have to pay to be looking at this, you know, beautiful view of the ocean. Um, So we're going to, we'll find a little place to go work out in town. Hey, if you live in Santa Barbara, tell us where to hang out. So I think tonight is the night we should have fun, right? Because Saturday, I think, I mean, we're going to have fun on Saturday night too. That's the rehearsal dinner night. But I've just been to weddings before where the wedding party and everybody else gets rip-roaring drunk the night before, and then they don't look their best or feel their best on their wedding day. I did not do that for my wedding. And I sure did wake up on the morning of my wedding and teach my class, my fitness class. Yeah, I did not sub it out. I was that dedicated or deranged, depending on how you look at it. I sure did wear white bike shorts and a white leotard, leotard, <laughs> toward, leotard thong, thong leotard. Yep. And white scrunch socks and white Reeboks with the straps. And then a white baseball cap with a veil attached to the back. Sure did. And Monica was there with me and Monica will be here for my daughter's wedding. That's kind of fun. Like all the people that like have been in your life forever. You know what I mean? Oh, Brooke, Brooke was in my wedding. Brooke will be here at this wedding. Um, my, my girlfriend Liz will not be here. My girlfriend Liz from high school, um, was in a horrible, horrible accident. And I think she would be okay with me talking about it on the podcast. I've mentioned on Patreon, but I'm going to ask her first. Um, so yeah, more details to come, but keep her in your prayers, please. Um, but anyways, so I'm, I haven't asked Sierra yet, but I'll bet you a million bucks that she's going to work out on her wedding day. It's 
it's a normalization for us. It's like a mood regulator. It's like, I also feel kind of weird right now. I don't feel like myself because my husband is sleeping and I don't have coffee. Now I drink only a quarter cup of my coffee, but it's a morning thing. It's a ritual. So even if I'm only doing like a 20 minute workout, like I don't have to do it like every day, but I try to because I would like to. But if for some reason I can't, it's not like I'm going to freak out or anything, but it, it's just like coffee. I don't have to have it. I, I don't use it to wake me up. I don't, I don't really feel the caffeine. It's just the smell, the aroma, the habit, the taste. Are you with me? I know. So we'll find a gym. Speaking of gyms, so the, the gym that, oh, hang on. I got to change positions and get comfortable. Um, the gym that I work out at, well, you know the story. I work out at a couple of them, but one of the gyms that I work out with, work out at, it is like there's a whole bunch of women there who are doing uh, bikini competitions. Well, they're called, they don't call them bikini anymore. I think they call them physique. It's body, it's, 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 uh, what do they call it? They call it competing, fitness competition, a fitness competition. Yeah. So they call it bikini competitors. Sometimes they call them physique competitors. Um, it's what you guys would think of as like bodybuilding. It's where you, they're super duper tan and they're on stage and they're clear acrylic heels, um, which no hate on those. I just bought myself a pair because I sure am going to start taking pole dancing lessons. And um, I don't know if you saw that on Instagram, but wow. How do you learn not to be dizzy? It seems like it's going to be really fun. So anyways, that, those, that's what the fitness competitions are. You know, you know what I'm talking about. They're like soup, like black tan. And it looks kind of strange because then their face is like white. <laughs> and then assuming they are white girls and then like all the hair and the makeup. And then they wear these um, little teeny tiny rhinestone uh, bikinis or they're almost like a G-string. And, and they just, you know, pose and stuff. But anyways, at the gym that I work out with at, there's a bunch of women who are competing. And the way that I know that is because every week when you show up, they get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And I was listening to them, two of them, like basically competing or comparing their deprivation. And I was like, oh my gosh, if they only knew how messed up they sound. If they, I mean, it's weird. Okay. If you're a fitness or bikini competitor or whatever, you're probably going to be offended by what I have to say. And let me begin by saying more power to you. If that's what you want to do, that's great. And if you don't want to hear this, because I'm, I'm not going to have very nice things to say about it, um, you should fast forward through it. But I, before you do that, I want you to know this. I know that there are some people who are able to do it for the right reasons and maybe even in a healthy way. Maybe that's you. So I'm just going to assume it is. But most, 99% of the women who do these competitions, I know this because I have two close friends who coach competitors and I have at least 10 friends who've done these fitness competitions. And I and they have friends who and they have acquaintances that are in these competitions. And so I've got a very, very good understanding of what's involved and what it's really all about, especially from the coaches. 
the coaches know, I mean, like one of my girlfriends, she's been coaching competitors for her and her husband have been coaching. Actually, I have two girlfriends who her and her husband have been coaching competitors, but one of them, like this was their full-time job for, they still do it. Um, and they've got a team. They have a, you know, they're really well known in the industry. So I'm not going to give you too many more details in the fitness competition industry. Like they have these big teams of girls who compete. And um, my girlfriend used to compete and she's like, training other competitors made me look at how unhealthy and disordered it is. And I, it's, it's a real, like she really struggles. So I have to kind of be vague about who I'm talking about. I don't think you'd be able to figure it out anyways, but she says, you know, that she really struggles with what she has to tell them to do to get to, 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 to place. And the fact that she knows it's incredibly unhealthy and it, it ruins their metabolisms. It ruins them mentally. It destroys their hormones. And they just, she's like, tells me that basically once they get really close to competition, they are so depleted of carbs and water and nutrients that they just go insane and they'll call crying and like, it's just, they turn into emotional wrecks. So anyways, these two women are at the gym and aside from them having like these conversations like, well, how much cardio does your coach have you doing? Because they're like close to competition day. And the one girl's like, well, I do 40, she has me doing 45 minutes in the morning and then 45 minutes, uh, or sorry, 45 minutes in the morning and then 90 minutes in the evening. And then she's like, oh, so then when do you lift? And she goes, okay, so I lift for like an hour before my 45 minutes. I was like, I mean, first of all, I was there. I've done more cardio than that. So I'm not saying like, I'm not judging them for that. I'm just saying like, I wish they knew how unhealthy that was. I wish they knew how um, destructive this was for their bodies. And I wish I understood why? So a gal under one of my, like, why, why do that? So, so what you're telling me is that you're going to torture yourself. You're going to deprive yourself. You're going to restrict all, I mean, almost like when you get down to that stage, it's like tilapia and a half a baked, uh, uh, what do you call it? Sweet potato for lunch. And then like more tilapia, which is like the dirtiest fish, but it's like a fitness competitor thing. Like they all think tilapia is like the way to go. And it's just strange. Like it's just like the food prep for these competitions is so restrictive. Again, you might be that 1% who has a great coach who doesn't have you do all these crazy things. Your body fat's already super low naturally. You don't have to work out for hours. You eat all the foods. That's great. 99% of these competitors do not do that. And um, just Google it. You know, you'll... you'll <clears throat> sorry, let me clear my throat. Oh, it's this throat thing. So if you listen to last Friday's <clears throat> episode, I have uh, a... Par- not paralyzed. That sounds so weird, but I have a problem with one of my vocal cords. It's partially paralyzed. And I'm working with an ENT. I'd love it if you have anyone you know who is a really, really good speech pathologist 
who works virtually, that might be, I, I, if you're a speech patholo- pathologist, I don't know if I'd feel weird doing that kind of work with one of you, but if you know someone, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird, like, to go have, okay, case in point, I did a massage the other day with a male masseuse, and as he's giving me my massage, you know, you're covered up, your parts are covered up, but like, you know, it's a pretty intimate thing. He just starts asking me all these questions about um, all of my workout videos, and I real and he and he's done all of them. And then, like thirty minutes into the massage, I realized, you know, he's he's kind of a pretty big fan. That was kind of weird. I don't know why, but I was then I was like, oh, I don't know. I felt a little uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, where was I? Speech pathologist. Oh, the gals. And so they're um, comparing notes on who's more deprived. And I'm thinking, this is, this is crazy. This is not healthy. Um, they, every single person that walks past them, because now they're really close to prep. So they're just like walking muscle and skeleton. And, and everyone says to them, oh, wow, you're looking good, girl. You are looking good. Like every guy in the gym. Every, you know, because you kind of don't know what to say when someone, when their body becomes like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to say you look underweight. You're not going to comment, hopefully, on anyone's weight, but everyone's commenting on their body, which is giving them this mixed message that you're, you're getting praise, you're being um, noticed, you're valuable. People see you because everyone's noticing. Okay, so, but then what happens after the competition? When you go back to, you're not gonna, I mean, some people balloon up because when you pull all of those nutrients out of your diet and just before the competition, you, they, they call it drying out, where they basically dehydrate themselves so that you can see all the muscle striation. And then, like, sometimes, just before the competition, when I say just before, I mean like the day of, they will eat like pancakes so that their muscles will fill up with glycogen, which makes the muscle belly look round. So then the muscles look fuller instead of flat. It's a whole thing. All the supplements, all the, um, you know, it's basically an insane amount of stimulants that they're on because they're freaking starving. And so then when they come off of that, because you can't maintain that, you'll have a heart attack. And when they come off of that, they, they puff back up, have major water retention. Your body is like, what are you doing? Your body freak, not everybody, most bodies are going to freak out. And, you know, my girlfriends that have done this, they'll gain 10 pounds in like five days. Now, most of it's water. But what does that do to your brain when for months you've been working on getting everyone's approval and acceptance and adoration and compliments and to even be judged. You're, you're, for months, you are preparing, you're asking people, you're paying people to judge your body. You, you're, you're paying thousands of dollars to stand on a stage in a lineup with other women and ask strangers to judge your body. That's crazy to me. I just don't get it. 
And so, uh oh, hang on, Brett just asked where I am. So I'm gonna go, let's go, let's go get some coffee. He's up. Hi. Where are you? I was in the other room recording Car Smart. I, for, I forgot it was Friday. Oh. <laughs> Is the coffee made? Make it I mean, did it, did it start to brew? It's already brewed. Oh, yummy. Okay, I'm going to finish in here. Do you want to say hello to everybody? How are you feeling? I mean, I'll get your full, I'll get all your details on uh, Patreon because we're almost at the end here. But how are you feeling? Your daughter gets married on Sunday. I'm feeling great. Are you? Yeah, I'm pumped for him. I know. Are you a little bit sad? Sad, no. Okay. He's definitely going to cry. He's definitely, he's definitely going to um, be emotional. Um, I know I will too. So people are like, are you so excited? Are you so pumped up? So, um, you know me, I am very even keeled. Oh, wait, let's, let's finish the fitness competition story. Okay. So anyways, I just, I, I just don't think that they're healthy. I don't know too many women who don't end up with an eating disorder and major body dysmorphia because once, and I can speak from personal experience, even though my bout with orthorexia and extreme, like basically what I did is the equivalent of what these gals do, except that I did it for like a month, uh, getting ready for one video series, right? But you know what? That's not true because anytime I was doing a video, I would, especially like a couple of, because the very first fitness video I ever did, one of the producers, I'll never forget this, emailed me directions on how to dehydrate myself, how to cut water before filming the video. True story. Yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago. It was 2004 or five. But that, like, that message in my head made me think that every time I filmed a video, I was supposed to be dehydrated. Isn't that weird? So it just messes with your brain. And so anyways, you know, that bout where a producer called my husband and told him that, you know, Shalene should get leaner for this video series. Um, and then I went crazy. And th- that video series isn't the most popular series. People always, and I'm, I know some of you guys already know this, but there's going to be somebody who's listening for the very first time and they're going to be like, oh, was it Pio? No, a healthy weight for Pio. Um, healthy weight for most of the videos that I've did, except there's one low impact series that was like an add-on series where I think we filmed like five videos. And I was just, I was like one of these fitness competitor girls. Like I had deprived myself. I'd basically eaten the way they eat, you know, like chicken and steamed brown rice for every meal, um, protein bars, protein shakes. That was it. Like no real food. Fruit. Oh my gosh. Fruit. So scary. Um, Might make you hold water. Like, and then again, cutting water before I filmed the video, just like what? So freaking unhealthy. And the second, when, once you get down to that low of a weight, and even though I was only there for, like I said, like probably a month, um, your, your brain holds on to that. It's the way some of you like still compare yourself to your, you know, whatever your lowest, tiniest body was. And if you have a picture of that, your, your brain thinks, oh, that's where I'm supposed to be. No, it's not. <laughs> I wish our brains didn't hold on to the visual representation. You know, it took me a long time to 
to let go of that and to recall instead how I felt. That I felt at all times like constantly worried about being invited out to dinner. I just said no to everything. You know, can, can we, oh, so-and-so's having a party? No. Oh, do you want to go do this? No. I had to say no to everything because I needed more time to exercise. I needed to be able to control my food. I needed, I needed everything to be controlled. And that, that was miserable because that, you're not living. And, and I was also miserable because, you know, you're, you, you know, you can't maintain that. At least I did. I knew I, I couldn't maintain that. And so it's miserable knowing like, this is, this is not who I am. I, you don't, your hormones are out of whack. So that means your emotions are out of whack. I mean, I was like highs and lows and I'm not like that. I'm so even. I only have one emotion and it's very, very even. Hi. Hi. Thank you. I'm so excited for this coffee. Are you? Yes. I didn't feel normal. You look normal. Thank you. It's yummy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I wonder if that Michael Jordan logo glows in the dark on your... This? No, the one on your wrist. Maybe. Maybe. Love you. Love you. Sorry. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I was just a wreck. Uh, Absolutely a wreck. And so when you look at those pictures of yourself, try to remember what you were really going through. Like I have a girlfriend who's... Husband, she found out was um, cheating on her, and she became like comatose. She described it as being like um, fight or flight, like like her heart was racing twenty four hours a day, and just uh, like when she figured out like this betrayal had happened, this is many years ago. Um, she just could not sleep could not eat, could not eat. It wasn't like she was like trying to get thin. She just could not eat. And when she did eat, I think her metabolism was going so fast because of that fight or flight. I mean, it was like adrenaline. And she just became, because she couldn't sleep and she couldn't eat. And obviously what had happened, I mean, she basically had a mental breakdown. First of all, you need sleep. Anyone who goes periods, long periods of time with depriving themselves of sleep is going to have a mental breakdown. But, you know, so now she was, we were talking about how thin she got during that time and how unhealthy it was. And she was saying, you know, my, my, when I see pictures like that, and sometimes people say like, oh, wow, you look so good back then. And she's like, I just, I want to punch somebody, but they don't know the reason why I look that way is because of what was happening. And I was, I was literally so, I was fighting for my life. I felt like I was going to die. And so, you know, when people say, make comments like, oh, wow, you look so pretty then or whatever. She's like, I I just, I don't get it. First of all, it's so rude to comment on people's weight. Just don't comment on weight in general. You, You can talk, if you're worried about somebody's weight, you can say, I'm worried about your health. It's really hard. I know as a parent, I know as a family member to not say, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm worried you've lost so much weight. I think for some parents, it's difficult for them not to say, I think you've put on some weight, but I'm telling you, no matter how difficult it is, it, you're going to leave a scar and people will not forget it. So do your, just bite your tongue, make it about health, make it about someone's well being, but don't talk about somebody's body because like a situation like that, 
people didn't know, people know what they were going through, you know, and when you do make comments, you just even, and you can't look at someone and know if they have an eating disorder. You can't. Someone could have people who have bulimia, they have many times can have a normal body weight, even be overweight. You can have eating disorders and be overweight. I mean, there are eating disorders, there's binge eating, like you just do not know. So don't comment on people's bodies unless they're staying in an Airbnb where there are no mirrors, they know what their body looks like. How about that? How about, how about me pulling that, the beginning story all the way into the end story? You are welcome. I've, and I've only had one sip of coffee. I do apologize for getting this up late for you guys. I think you understand. I think you're probably pretty patient because, you know, we, we do have, we are marrying our little baby, a little baby. I'll tell you about like my emotions and stuff like that. Well, We'll get Marge and Bill on the Patreon, and next week I'll, I'll, you'll get to hear all the details of the wedding um, here on The Shaleen Show. I do appreciate you guys. I love you. I mean it. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. 